refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It's time for Snatched and it is my absolute pleasure to welcome Dean Black from The Boys Studio who is here to talk about all things makeup. And I am so super excited because I have been watching Dean's work for a hot minute and I just absolutely love what he creates. So I'm so excited to welcome you to The Juice, Dean. Hello, how are you? I'm so excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, look, the pleasure is all ours. And what we're going to learn from you is just going to blow everybody's minds. Now, uh, I have watched your work and what I absolutely love about what you create, apart from the colour palettes that you use and all of that sort of stuff, is how flawless you make your model skin look. I mean, wow. Oh, thank you so much for the compliment. I always um, appreciate the compliment of um, beautiful skin. So um, as a person that grew up with really bad acne, I was like always so worried about how my skin looked. So mm. I always protected my skin. And I, I mastered that craft at a very young age before I even started doing makeup. So I understand the insecurities that we might get when it comes to our skin, texture, tone, whatever's going on. So I do like to spend the time and care on my client's skin. So I appreciate that comment. Thank you. Yeah, look, absolutely. And it's something that I'm really interested in because I I have also sort of suffered with acne. I do have all oily skin. And um, yep. and then obviously with hormonal changes, melasma has been an issue for me as well. So, um, cool. you know, I don't sort of feel like uh, I can step out without foundation on. But I don't want to look like I've got a cake face either. So, yeah, so let's go into how you might get that flawless base. Um, It's so funny that you said that. Just backtracking a little bit with what you said. When you're a kid, you grow up with like bad skin, that's your skin concerns. But then you grow up to be older, you think you're going to, now your skin routine, you're going to have perfect skin by the the 20s and then 30s. And it's just, your skin just changes and you get skin concerns no matter what era of your life you're in, right? Yeah, so, so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're like, yes, I've got it under control now, and then something else arises the next morning. Yes. <laughs> I, um, a makeup artist once said um, that I always say, um, always think about um, skin comes in, like, skin comes in two forms, it's either genetics or um, how you wake up in the morning and see what you see. Because, like, you know, you might have one good day and the next day, it's, you know, something's going on. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, at the end of the day, like obviously your skincare routine is so important. I always ask even my brides and during a bridal trial, you know, what sort of skincare that you're using because this, your foundation is only going to sit as good as your skin is anyway. Yeah, 100%. So, um, skincare routine is definitely important. So making sure that, you know, you speak to your beauty therapist or kind of understand your skin before you select the right foundation for you as well. Yeah. Um, but what I generally do when it comes to skin prep for my clients that are coming in for a appointment is just always engage with them and ask them just you know simple questions about how is your skin, how the how the foundation sits through the day, does it get a little bit oily, does it get a bit dry feeling? Um, a lot of the time, people will say it's combination, and I think people say combination most of the time is because they may not understand what their skin actually is because it's dry through the cheeks and oily through the T zone. Yes. So. Um, you know, and I think we always kind of think that that's just normal, the combination skin. And you're probably the same. You get shiny. I, I do. What? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I have I have flooding papers. Um, yeah, because I'm, uh, yeah, European descent. So, uh, yeah. Yep. 
understand for sure. Um, I, but I always say, you know, I think when the oils come through, is it a massive concern where it starts to strip off your makeup? Um, you know, like if you put your makeup on at eight o'clock in the morning and then by two o'clock it's looking a bit shiny, that's just, that's so normal. You know, your skin needs to obviously lubricate and hydrate itself. So the oils that are coming through, obviously it's, it's meant to happen and which is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. It's water, you, you, you know, oils are good because if you don't have oils in your skin, then skin starts to dehydrate and dry out and then that's when fine lines start to become a pest. Yes, most definitely. Well, that makes me feel better because I've often, sometimes I've looked in the mirror and gone, oh, God, Louise, you, you wouldn't be out of place um, uh, up in the roof on a disco because you look like a shiny disco ball girl. Oh, I, but, you know, it's so funny though because about 10 years ago, or uh, 14 years ago, sorry, now, my goodness, um, I've been doing makeup for 14 years. Yeah. And um, when I first started doing it, it was all about matte, like, you know, really take on yes. that foundation. And so much powder. Whereas, this generation now, we are embracing that, you know, more glowy sort of natural look, which I love and I have always loved. It's just, you know, trying to reiterate that back to your client. You know, this is definitely something that I would work towards as a makeup artist. But, you know, again, like I said, we all have our insecurities and we try and mask and cover it up with a foundation. But there's different ways that you can do it right. to um, make it look like you've got a mask, like we suggested. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> I'm excited um, to hear them. <laughs> Uh, yes. So I always say, you know, um, you know, primer isn't always essential. I don't think it's one of those things that you have to have. Okay. Um, do you prime your skin like every day or just when you go out? Uh, yeah, look, I do prime my skin every day. I use a silicon-based primer um, yep. because I just feel like I want the foundation to go on um, like a smooth yep. surface. Yeah. Yep. And I think as well, like I remember when I first started doing makeup, like primer was always one of those things that we spoke about to our clients because exactly what you just said, like, Silicon Bay, they definitely create that smooth, flawless canvas for your foundation to go on to and, you know, it smooths out the texture of the skin. Um, but as I've grown into my career, I've noticed that, that primers aren't always essential. Right. Um, primer also sits in the same category as your moisturizers as well. Right. So, yeah, I think, you know, if you are cleansing and toning and using serums before your makeup, that's a prep stage. Right, so it doesn't necessarily need because I do like make sure that I I cleanse tone um, my serums yep. and then my moisturizer. So I wouldn't necessarily then need like the the primer would be overkill then. Yeah, sometimes it always works. It, it can work against you as well. Like silicon sometimes can work against water based foundations. So right. if you find by the end of the day that your foundation is slipping and sliding or it's separating, it's because your foundation may possibly be a water based foundation and it's sitting on top of silicon. It's kind of like when you put oil and water together. You know how it sort of separates? Of course. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That's what's happening to the skin. And if you find that's happening with your foundation, depending on what you use, that might be the case. But if it's not happening, maybe the foundation um, complements the primer. But if, if it's not complementing and it's separating, it may be they're trying to battle each other out. Well, that makes complete sense. I mean, look, science wasn't my strong point in school. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't listen a lot. But, I mean, everybody knows that water and oil don't go together. And, yeah, I don't think I've ever really checked um, the, the composition between the primer and the foundation. Then I wonder why it's going all yuck. There you go. And it's funny. <laughs> you probably don't because you probably read these, like, you might read a blog or you might watch something on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or see something that someone else is using that you you are inspired by to purchase and you go, oh, I really want to try that foundation, let's grab it. And um, without thinking maybe the backstory of how that foundation might sit on your skin 
if it was competing against, which could be the primer or even your skin type. Right. Oh. Yeah, the primer, you know, I know. It's, well, I do still use primer, don't get me wrong. I'm not against primers at all. I just, you know, for me, I just like to re-educate for my client. You know, it's not always essential, but today, because you are going to an event, I will still prep your skin with, I always use moisturizers and like hydrating mists. Like hydrating mists are amazing or even like a, like an essence sort of um, water-based toner right. just to like re- uh, remove any texture that might be on the surface hydrate the skin, give that skin that really beautiful glow. Everyone wants a glow. Even if you are oily, yeah. we still want that glow. Yeah, 100%. Halo glow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the J-Lo glow. Absolutely we do. All right, so um, skin is ready to go. Foundations, how do we pick? I, well, I've used so many foundations in my past, like, it, like from different brands that I used to work with. Being a freelancer now for six years and working with obviously the boys studio with Mitch, my partner, mm. um, I had the luxury now of actually picking and choose what I get to use on my kit as opposed to just choosing using the brands because I have to be loyal to them because of, that's the brand I represented at the time. For sure. But yeah. I'll, I still go back to some staples where I used to work, which was the Max Counter at David Jones Takara. So I am, I am a local boy. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people remember from my Mac days at David Jones. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, yeah, I am a Mac girl. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I and I and I do love the Mac products. I really think that they do the job. For sure, I think the best thing about Mac is, and I always, you know, there's so many brands out there now that have come out in the past five years that have such a diverse range in their in their um, brand. Mac was definitely the first to start that off, you know, with the, the different shades of foundations, the different color palettes that they've got, you know, the diversity is just so big and broad. So I always know I can go to Mac and trust their foundations and their products because it's, it, it, it has been around for quite some time and it, the, the technology is still there and it's still amazing. But um, with their foundations in particular, I love a foundation called Face and Body by Mac and it's a water-based foundation that has a 12-hour wear. It's very, very light. It almost looks like skin. When right. it sits on this, so it's very natural, but it's also buildable. So if you do one layer, people purchase it and they might get a little bit frustrated with it because they may not know how to use it. But um, if you do one layer, let that set into the skin and then do another two or three layers, you get this amazing full coverage without looking overly heavy. Right. Okay. It, so that could a, be like a good, um, a good alternative. Like if you were using, say, their full coverage, which is um, correct. Yeah, very heavy. Like, yeah. Like the, you remember makeup back in the day from Maybelline, the, uh, or Max Factor, where you used to wet the sponge, it was a sea sponge, and you yes. wet it down. That was, you know, an OG, a goodie one, that one was. But yeah, I don't <laughs> think they make those foundations anymore, actually. No, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's but, what um, I sort of struggle with because, like, I I want to wear like a sheer foundation, like I want to, I want that glowy complexion, but I need something that's buildable that's going to cover up my imperfections in my skin. So that sounds like a really yeah. good um, alternative. And I I must admit, I've never tried the face and body. So guess where I'll be going after I get off air? Uh, please try it. <laughs> Even if you just go to a lot of the counters as well or the stores, they always offer samples. They may not necessarily promote that they can offer samples, but you know. I always say it never hurts to ask, and once you ask, you may re- you shall receive. So, you know that's the best thing about getting samples. You can get two to three samples of certain foundations from different brands at these stores, and you know it's better to try a, a sample out a foundation before committing to it. Yeah. Anything I always used to say, and I always still stick by it, is that the foundation is it's 
prescriptive to you. It prescribes your lifestyle, your concerns, your, you know, and when I say lifestyle, I mean, you know, how much time do you give yourself in the morning to get ready? You might have kids that you've got five minutes to chuck on a foundation. You don't want to be sitting there and putting on, you know, a lightweight foundation when you want a full coverage. You want something quick, easy to go. So face and body may not be for you, but in my experience, you know, it's good. And like what you said, it's good to have a foundation that you can build on because it means that you can have control over how you might want to look that day. So if you want something nice and natural, you've got the, the, I guess, the luxury of doing it that with one product. But if you want full coverage, you also have the luxury of doing it with that one product as well, as opposed to using different foundations for different needs. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. So, look, and, and one thing that I did want to know is when you colour match your foundation in store, where should you colour yep. it? Where should you colour match? Um, colour matching is really challenging. Hey, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, re- I'm lucky now because I've worked so, so hard at colour theory. Yeah. Um, that I can just look at someone and just go straight to a foundation and mix. Sometimes I mix three shades to get the perfect match for my clients. Yeah. I don't to be someone to do that in the morning every day to get three foundations. Again, it kind of debunks what I just said earlier. You know, time in the morning, you don't want to have three foundations together. Yeah. But um, I agree. Like for myself personally, if I am getting putting foundation on, I only use one color. But for my clients, I do a completely different um, process for my clients when it comes to color matching. The best way to do it is I remember when I was first starting out, we would always do it along our, our jawline. Yes. So you've yeah, you've probably done the same. Yes. The best to, the thing to do is look at your chest, so your decolletage area, and um, look at the color pigment there. So, you know, a lot of the time we have a little bit of redness there because of sun. Yes. So, um, you know, but look at the actual tone of your skin. So if you've got more of a, you know, beige complexion, go for like, especially on your chest area, it may, when you put the foundation on, when you color match it, it might look a little bit darker than your actual skin tone on your face. But once you blend it through, it matches perfectly. So yeah, I always suggest try and look at the chest area, not the neck or the the jawline. Ah, good tip because obviously you're blending down into that chest area. So yeah, yeah so yep. that makes complete sense. And uh, yeah, see, look, I've learnt so much already. Dean, hey, <laughs> 14, fourteen years of my career. I hope I can at least you know give you some tips. I always say if you can take away one tip, then we've learnt something. Listen, you've smashed it out of the park today. I've learnt so uh, much. <laughs> Well, just another, another side note in regards to obviously when you're matching the area of the chest area as well. The reason why you don't want to match the neck is you know your neckline also can shield against UV, so you don't get much sunlight there, so it might look a little bit more lighter. So yeah, like you said, you do want to blend down the foundation into the chest area, and I don't mean you don't want to like slap on heaps of coverage on the neck area. You can even just warm it up with a bit of a bronzer along the neckline, along the jaw as well. That way you're getting that seamless colour match and it's not a huge disconnect from the face to the body because I always say makeup is obviously we predominantly put it on the face but makeup is about the whole body you don't want to look two different tones one tone on the head and then lighter or darker on the body (laughs) the whole for me. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Dean, I can't wait to get into uh, some different topics with you. This has just been, I mean, we've just started and I, I found that so useful uh, with the primer oh. and the foundation straight up. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to have you as a regular on the juice in our Snatched segment to give us your little tips and tricks. And if you wanted flawless makeup and hair for your next event, 
reach out to the boys either on reach socials to- or through their website and uh, they will make you look absolutely amazing, banging for your next event. Uh, I have watched their work for so long and let me tell you, there is none better. Dean Blanc, thank you so much for joining us um, on The Juice. Thanks so much, Louise. And we need to get you into some glam. That would be so much fun. That would be we can make a whole moment of it. Oh, I love it. And we will uh, <laughs> record that live so that we can uh, yes. we can bring that back to everybody listening. That sounds amazing. Dean, thank we'll you do. so much for joining us. That was Snatched on the Juice.